Welcome to Chromecast. Tech it out. Hosted by service-centric, people-first, UK technology consultancy, Chrome Technologies. Welcome to Chromecast. Tech it out. I'm Sam Major, Commercial Director for Chrome Technologies. I'm joined today on the podcast by one of our vendor partner managers, Martin Hodgson. He is the vendor channel manager for UK and Ireland for Paisley AG. Martin, welcome. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. To add some context to this conversation, um, crikey, we've been dealing with Paisla for I'll put a year on it, but the best part of a decade. Um, obviously, great products, very interesting tool. Um, and I, you're probably aware of this, but we actually came across your product as a customer. So we were using, and you'll be more aware of the product Nagios uh, at the time, which was a good piece of open source software, did the job, but was horrendously... Um, it was horrendous to operate on a daily basis. The overhead was kind of outweighing the benefit of having a tool that monitored everything and reported on it because we had a full-time guy just monitoring Nagus, which is obviously not what you need out of your network monitoring system. So we went out to market, looked at plenty of products, uh, soda winds, etc. people like that, and good products, but this was in the early days of Chrome. Potentially didn't have the budget for that sort of product, from honest with you. Uh, and found Paisler, but actually found that gave us everything we needed from a functional perspective to monitor our systems and our infrastructure as a service platform for our customers. Fantastic. And it was, you know, by becoming a customer of it, we saw it and said, you know what, we need to take this out and become a reseller of it and take it out to our customer base. And obviously, that's, um, you know, that's been going well for a while now. So um, I guess you know, that's, that's our, you know, how we discovered you guys. Uh, and obviously, we're clearly fans of it. Um, if you could tell me a bit more from your perspective, how you've expanded your product set and some of the interesting features uh, that people would be interested in. Yeah, sure. Well, with PRTG, our target customer is the IT admin. And the target that we set ourselves is simply to make their working life easier. So we're looking to do a number of things for them. We want to proactively notify them of any issues or problems. We want to give them insightful, useful data to address their issues. And we want to look for any opportunities we have to reduce our workload. Now, in recent times, we found more and more admins are sharing a service availability dashboard or a map, as we call it in PRTG parlance. And that's allowing some of the users who are working from home the ability to see which systems are available for them to connect to. And the reason we do this is that it helps users help themselves which is a massive boost for IT. But also, it really reduces the number of duplicate tickets when users know that there is an outage. So, so now you asked about uh, other vendors, and ultimately the, the biggest difference between us and some of the other folks out there is that uh, where they have bolt-on modules for different aspects of monitoring, with PRTG, we give our customers all of our sensors. We give them everything. I think that was a, a real boom for us when we looked at your product. Is, um, I guess it's, you know, you buy a car, you can buy a BMW, but you, you've got to be willing to tick every box there is to get a car that's worth having. Uh, and then for us, obviously, as you know, when Rupert and I looked at this as owners of the business and with our CFO, Alex, looking at, obviously, the cat and the penny side of it, kind of refreshing to see that that's you know all encompassing from a license perspective there was never a, a gotcha of we'd like to add this we'd like to add that and there was suddenly an extra you know line a license fee that we had to tick and pay for 
that was a real, for us as a consumer of the product, that was a real big win for us. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that I'd say, you know, looking back over 2020 is the the rapid rate of development of our new sensors. Obviously, 2020 was a very challenging uh, year for, for many businesses. Uh, we were able to grow a little, which, you know, we, we take that. And we also managed to launch our new product, uh, PESLA PRTG Enterprise Monitor. Absolutely, yeah. So um, that's a good point, actually. Um, yeah, we're certainly seeing from our side of it a bit of a change uh, in our customer base with PRTG. Traditionally, that's been more the medium-sized um, enterprise that we're implemented to and supporting PRG in, but I'd say for a higher, larger enterprise customers um, are using more of the, let's call them, I suppose, reassuringly uh, expensive um, tools that are on offer. Um, but we're seeing this shift and we're seeing the large organizations now, you know, implementing very large, uh, again, implementing, wrong word, over and over. <laughs> but we're seeing you know, larger installs uh, of PRTG and the number of sensors that we're selling is kind of growing exponentially. So from your perspective, I guess uh, it'd be good to understand how you guys, are, uh, uh, how your tools evolve and how you're able to scale now into that enterprise space. Um, and I suppose where the benefits are with PRTG, with those larger, you know, kind of massive, let's call them, environments? Well, when I joined PESA in 2017, uh, there were a number of customers who said to me that they loved PRTG, and that's a word I've heard throughout my time. Admins love PRTG. They loved how easy it was to implement and live with, but they felt that we could do more to help them with the large-scale deployments, and that's pretty much what we did. So when we introduced uh, PESLA PRTG Enterprise Monitor, we brought in a number of fundamental changes for our customers who needed scale. So firstly, we removed the link between licensing and architecture. So customers um, where previously they'd been uh, compelled to build fewer, larger PRTG servers to accommodate our licensing, we got rid of that. So they can build as many PRTG servers as they like with no restrictions so that their architecture is their own choice. Of course, that then brings in this, uh, a problem in itself, which is how do you bring them then into a single pane of glass? And that's where um, the ITOps board, the ITOps dashboard, with its simple elegance comes in and it allows a, a user-tailored view of the health and the performance. Uh, at an appropriate level for whoever that user is, whether that's um, you know um, uh, a CXO or a, a, an engineer, they get an appropriate level of insight into the services and the like. And then finally, one of the uh, one of the, the big differences uh, that we implemented was that we uh, allowed customers to shift over to an OPEX model. So the Enterprise Monitor product is uh, available exclusively on a subscription basis. Yeah, I think that's, um, I mean, that's the way the software market's going, but you know, shifting that capital expenditure into an operational spend, uh, clear advantages for a lot of businesses. It makes absolute sense to me. Many of the, as we're seeing, let's say we're onboarding a lot more of the larger enterprise clients to PRTG. And historically, and whilst we've done a good number now of the enterprise um, monitoring tool, have been you know standard monitoring tool customers. Um, but you know, as you as you've alluded to there, but with you know a large growing amount of sensors, 
Um, so we need to take them and other people that will be listening to this podcast that are PRTG customers need to understand how they get themselves from your point A, a standard customer, to point B. If you can talk us through what does that great path look like and then how does the pricing structure wrap around look as well? Sure. So I think the, the first thing is uh, we draw a line in the sand, which is that a, a, a PRTG core, a PRTG instance, has a recommended cap of 10,000 sensors as a maximum. And that's the uh, the XL1 license. Now, what we've done, you know, with, with a number of your, uh, of your XL1 and multiple XL1 uh, customers, we've helped them migrate from, uh, from PRTG network monitor up to the enterprise product. Now, because we did that, we, 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 we broke the tentacles by breaking that link between the license and the architecture, they've ultimately got better performance. And they've been able to reuse all of the knowledge that they've uh, gained over the years of, of monitoring with PRTG and then leveled up. And um, because all the monitoring within Enterprise Monitor is exactly the same, but then it's the IT Ops dashboard and that service level overview that you get. So um, commercially, the Enterprise Monitor starts from a shade under 15,000 euros you know, and uh, with a minimum um, initial subscription of one year and 20,000 census. Um, but in terms of, you know, existing PRTG customers, um, you know, we've always had a very fair upgrade policy. We like to give our customers as much as we possibly can of their investment in PRTG back. And typically I've seen that where we're doing a, a three-year subscription, they've had, you know, a fair proportion of their capital costs back. So I would encourage them to talk to you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at uh, just, just the pricing. Um, I remember being very pleasantly surprised, you know, when we did a bake-off, uh, and I've mentioned SolarWinds. There are a number of others which people will be aware of, um, you know, and you look at the, the tick boxes of feature sets, et cetera, and then you kind of look at the, the commercial difference on the end, you know, to be able to offer what you offer there for so shade under 15,000 euros. Very compelling, you know. I, th- I think that's the the takeaway on that. It, it's such a good feature rich tool for the money. Um, yeah, that, that's why I'm such a big fan, such an advocate as well. You know, when you take into the cost saving operationally that, that it delivers you to be proactive, um, yeah. And now, obviously, with the added features of, of enterprise and the scalability of enterprise, it's really it's quite compelling as to why wouldn't you, you know, rather than, than would you? So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we've um, we're obviously clearly an advocate. As I said, we've been doing this. Uh, crack, I'm trying to think the exact date, but it is the best part um, of a decade, you know. And um, some of our customers, people in the channel will know. People outside the channel may not. But obviously, you have a direct model and a channel model. Um, from Pays' position, from your position, obviously being a channel manager, um, if you can talk our audience through. You know, where you feel the importance of a channel, good channel partners are, uh, and I guess, you know, how you feel Chrome, you know, along with our expertise and our, our professional services wraparound knowledge fit into your ecosystem. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, as you know, you're one of our top tier partners. Uh, and indeed, you're one of only two uh, UK partners certified to resell the Enterprise Monitor platform. So, you know, that's something that you should be very proud of. And when we brought that product to market, the intention was absolutely for it to be fulfilled through our channel. 
our channel is super important to us. We are a global team of just over 300 people and we have 300,000 customers and we don't provide professional services. So it doesn't take too long to see what your contribution is. We do not sell professional services. And you can imagine there's a big difference between an enterprise class customer who wants a whole solution and you know um, somebody who simply wants a, a, a transactional business because they already know what they need to about our product. And that's why we have our direct model. Absolutely. So, but I mean, I love the backstory that you guys have. Uh, the idea of being a, a customer before you became a reseller. You and your folks know your onions. Uh, we love what you do with creating the custom sensors. And, you know, for those people who are listening to your podcast, uh, I have no reservations in recommending you personally. And the feedback that I've had from our mutual customers is without parallel. So keep doing what you're Thank doing. You. I blush. But it comes down to the fact that, you know, we really believe in the product. Uh, we do monitor all of our own environment, the hosted platforms, everything um, is monitored by PRTG. And we've done some you know, interesting things uh, with the products over the years. You know, obviously, it's a network monitoring tool. But it's amazing you know, what attaches to the network these days and um, you know, what you can actually you know, do with it. Um, I remember we had uh, an interesting uh, use case. I was talking to, uh, I shan't name names, but a, a very large uh, higher educational institute in the south of the country. Um, and I was talking to the team there and they had other tools for the job. They, they, they couldn't see a place with PRTG at that time, but I caught the ear of the AV team uh, and their pain point was the fact that they had a huge number of auditoriums uh, and they booked these out for people like the late Stephen Hawkins to come and, and, and you know, speak at, etc. Uh, as a huge revenue generator for them. Uh, and there have instances where you know they wouldn't realise that an auditorium you know, had a, a broken bulb and a projector or whatever wasn't working until it was kind of go time, and the disruption, the disturbances that that caused uh, was huge. You know, the cost implications were massive, uh, and we you know did a, a POC with PRTG there, and I think they dipped their toe in for a few hundred sensors. Um, in fact, it was the free hundred sensor. Uh, license to prove, prove the case that it would work uh, and they very quickly became an XL1 then XL5 and it, you know literally huge insulation but it was outside of what people I guess would see perceive as being the norm you know looking at the AV and and, and, and whatnot obviously that's my hopefully my interesting more story you've probably seen a few <laughs> you probably see you know something similar in your time at PRTG Oh, there's uh, we. One of the things that we, we love to hear is all the unique and interesting uh, uh, ways that people implement the product. Um, the one one of the ones that leaps off the page to me that I really enjoyed working with was um, me being a, a definite nerd is the National Museum of Computing at Bletchley Park, and to you know in a single leap go from we have uh, the oldest working computer in the world there. It's a 1950s um, super calculator, for want of a, of a better word, and it's paper tape based. And it's obviously super important being so old. And we monitor it using IoT. Um, so, you know, from paper tape to IoT in a single uh, leap. Um, I read recently about one of uh, the implementations up in the Nordics where one of our ISP customers had written their own custom sensor. And this one very much appeals to me because he's created a custom sensor to check on the weather and sea conditions 
and PRTG alerts him when he should book a day off to go fishing for cod. Um, we love that. That's that's our sort of sense. That's a, a, a real-world fishing attack. <laughs> oh, dear, it really is. Uh, and then finally, I, I, I have to go back to, you know, uh, where all this came from. Uh, Dirk Pessler. Dirk's vision is that PRTG can positively impact on a company's uh, use of um, energy, amongst other things. And some time back, we implemented a solar array. I know lots of uh, vendors have done that. But being the monitoring company, we didn't just do that. And we're actively monitoring, you know, what that's what a difference that's making and trying wherever we can to not only make those initiatives to reduce uh, consumption, but also to monitor and measure them. So, yeah, that's that's our bigger vision. I like that. That's good. Um, I see it's always interesting to, I guess, share war stories and to see how other people are taking uh, a product and then adapting it and use it in versatile and inventive ways. Um, and I guess, you know, you've certainly got a product which is adaptable and we can we can push this across most verticals, most industry sectors, and find those unique and interesting use cases for it. So it's uh yeah again I, I can't say enough about products. I don't usually shut up about it talking to customers because it is so useful to help us you know find out the pain points we need, and especially as a managed services provider, having an install of this is is a no brainer because it literally tells us what's up, what's going on, and our team are on it proactively. Um, you know, so you make us look good. Obviously, conversely, we make you look good by doing our professional services, but that's a very much a, um, a reciprocal relationship. So, yeah, again, huge fans. I'm sure viewers of our podcast, obviously being in the tech industry, will be aware that there's been um, chat in the press around hackers and vulnerabilities found in, let's just say, other solutions. So I'm not digging into details around who's, but... Um, I'm sure people have questions uh, for you, for your company, around what uh, is Paisley doing uh, in response to kind of the recent attacks that you guys have seen? Um, I've had lots of conversations in recent time about this. I mean, we took a step back, um, and perhaps that's an insight into the sort of organisation that we are. Um, We started, we've intensively examined all of our systems, our processes, our protocols, to, to first of all, rule out any misuse, but also, I think, more importantly, to discover where we can improve. You know, this is an opportunity for us to take that learning and improve. Um, we have a, an internal task force uh, there monitoring all of the available information about the uh, attack. Uh, you know, it's an ongoing uh, thing. And trying to, you know, as I say, take those learnings. But let me be very clear. Uh, thus far, um, I hasten to add that there have been no indications whatsoever of an account on, on PESA or PRTG or that there have been any compromises. So, But we're, we're not um, sitting on our laurels. We're taking the threat very, very seriously. That's good. To, I'd expect nothing less uh, from you and uh, from the partners that we work with. Um, just looking at time, and obviously I've pretty kept you longer than I should. So, you know, thank you for investing the time to join me on the podcast today. You know, I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been really good to understand and say how you've advanced and, uh, and evolved and where you're going as a company. Some of the backstory and more stories also, they're good to hear. So thank you for your time today. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. This has been Chromecast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if there's anything you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please leave that in the comments section. It does help us to shape future content. 
Please like, subscribe and share. Thanks again for joining us on Chromecast. Take care. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For more information or to speak to Chrome, visit www.chrome.co.uk, spelled K-R-O-M-E. That's chrome.co.uk.